The podcast that you're about to hear contains acts of sex and violence. The hosts do not claim to be experts on the subjects that they present. Listener discretion is advised. And welcome back, boys and girls, to the Thursday edition of Brutal Nation. I'm your host, Scott Alexander, and right across me is the one, the only, the cookie monster herself, Tammy, the Sasquatch, Underwood. Say hi, Tam. Hi, everybody. Yeah, because I had to hurry up and swallow that bite of cookie because you're like, we're starting. And I'm like, <laughs> I do that. I do that shit on purpose. I think you do because you like to see me in my panic. But so before we even start with this, what is the most depraved thing you think that a serial killer can do? Like, honestly. Well, we've talked about it. Um, to me, the most depraved thing is sexually molesting a child and then killing them. Like, for instance, okay. Wesley Allen Dodd. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, that. that just really bothers me. I don't really like any child killers, period. Right. But... That bothers me because not only are you killing their innocence, you're taking their life. So that's the last thing they remember. No, that's very, very true. You know. So today I'm going to be doing an episode that I'm calling Hidden Horrors, although I'm saving it under the first one that I'm doing. Here's my opening thoughts. I'm there. As we research and present more and more episodes about serial killers, I find myself becoming less and less affected emotionally by the cases that we present. I'm becoming desensitized is what it is because... Well, but there are still some of them that get to me. No, there's some that choke me up. Yeah, there's there's, there's some that still choke me up, but man. Yes, there's still some that upset me. uh, And with that said, I am rarely shocked anymore. Rarely. That was until I came across the name Megan Huntsman. Oh. This case was one of the rare times that I talked about the case to Tammy. <clears throat> and to be you honest. didn't talk about it? No, we talked about it. Barely. Yeah, but I normally don't even mention what the fuck I'm doing. That's true. Except that here's the name, fuck y'all. So we, you know, it's a glance over. Anyway, to be honest, I was trying to one-up her. That was when she told me about another case that she was working on that was similar to Megan Huntsman. I researched a little more, and I think that I found both case. Oh, in my research, I found one that was similar to Kate, the, to Megan Huntsman. Um, and I think that both cases need to be talked about here. But wait, there's going to be a third because I found one that trumps both of these. I was going to say because I gave you that name, and you're, I was like, "That sounds like this one," and you're like, "No." And I go, and so I go, "No, seriously, I need to find the name." And so you search it, and I, I kind of gave it to you. Oh, that was it. That's my memory. Any hoosies. As I've said before, that the crimes that uh, upset me the most are the ones that are committed against those who cannot defend themselves. Mm-hmm. So I'm presenting to you three different cases, very similar, but the last one is the, the one that's going to fucking floor you. This is the one. That's why you kept on saying, well, tell me about the third one. I said, nope, nope, nope. Yeah, you wouldn't even give me a name for me to get a picture. No, no. So how many of you guys have children? I remember when my kids were born. When my son was born, Jake, I was such a proud daddy. God, he was an ugly baby, though. Hey, 
Don't judge me. He no. was wrinkled like a little old man with a big, uh, like a big white prune. Like a big old ass head and a little tiny body. Yeah. That was uh, my son. Although yeah. my son didn't have the cone shape head because he wasn't born, you know. Uh, oh, yeah. And it took days for him to become cute. Nonetheless, I was still proud of my little prune baby. Yeah, me too. I loved my child. This is a story about one of the most horrific murders that we've done to date, in my opinion. When I first read about this case out of Utah, I was not only appalled, but so disgusted as well. Yeah. The town of Pleasant Valley, Utah. It's a very nice place to live. It sits just north of Provo, Utah, and just south of Ogden. I've been to Utah several times, and I can say that the people there are always very nice all in all. And one thing that stands out, that stands true with the Mormons is that family does come first. Unless you break down on a Sunday, then you can't find no help at all. Just saying. Did you break down on a Sunday? Uh, We did coming back through when my grandpa died. Oh. Yeah, the van broke down in Utah on a Sunday, and we couldn't find nobody to help us. Oh, that's fucked up. I've never had a problem. And by the way, no, I'm not Mormon. I noticed that a lot of people uh, uh, out there put on a smiling face for everyone on the outside world. Yeah. The tragic thing is when you find out that the smiling face that you're looking at is hiding a dark secret. Yeah. When Megan's mother was asked about her daughter, she described her daughter as tiny as she was growing up. Tiny? Tiny. She's a small girl. Yeah. She said that she was a quiet child growing up, pretty much kept all of her problems to herself. She suffered from chronic depression and would rarely ask for help or talk to anyone about her personal details about her life. Okay. So when she became pregnant at the age of 18, she just moved out of her mom's house and she moved in and married Darren West. Megan and Darren would eventually move into the home that was owned by Darren West's family. I think it was his mom and dad. At that that home, they would have three children that they would watch grow up like any other normal parents would. Normal thing, right? Three kids? Yeah, normally. What no one knew was that there was a deadly secret being kept from everyone that Megan knew, even Darren. Wow. Wow. The couple would would soon begin to use drugs and drink heavily. All the while, the neighbors would say that they were a nice couple. Tragedy would hit this happy family when Darren was arrested and sent to prison for eight years because of a drug charge. Okay, so but Darren was the drinker? Both of them were. Oh, okay. Both of them were drinking and using dope. <clears throat> so anyway, Darren's family told Megan that she and the kids could stay living in the house as long as she remained faithful and loyal to, to Darren. Fair enough, right? Okay. Family first, Mormons. Okay, there we go. Well, while Darren was in prison, Megan did find herself a boyfriend, and Darren's family found out about it. So Megan moved out and moved into the house with her new boyfriend. Yeah. The day came that Darren was released from prison, and he went to the house where he, he, had, where he had some things uh, stored in the garage that he wanted to take to him with him to the halfway house that he would be staying in. So when you get out of prison, you have to or in jail, you go to a halfway house for a little while, and that kind of helps you reintegrate back oh, into yeah, society. I know. 
I know you know. Our listeners might not. Oh, okay. Because you were looking at me like I was dumb. And I was trying no. to tell you, no, I ain't dumb, bitch. No, Francis Felon. I know that you know. I am not. Okay, I am a felon. Shut up. So, any hoosies. As he was going through some boxes in the garage, he, he kept smelling this chemical smell. That's when he opened a box to make a grisly discovery. That was Darren's dad. Darren West is the dad of all three kids. He was the one going through the boxes? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's her now her husband slash soon to be ex husband. Got it. I had to I was trying to like Okay. Anywho's it was the body of a dead baby that had been wrapped up and covered in a chemical to keep the smell of death away. So Darren did the right thing. He immediately called the police. As the police began to take a closer look at the other boxes that were stacked in the garage, they would find another six bodies for a total of seven dead babies. Holy shit. Oh, but the plot thickens. Oh, I'm sure it does. So shortly after the discovery, the police went and they arrested Megan Huntsman, who was 39 years old at the time. And I think this is back in like 2016, 17. They arrested Darren? No, Megan. Oh, okay. No, no. Okay, I was like, what? Got it. So along with this arrest, a gruesome story would emerge. Between the years of 1996 and 2006, a 10-year period, Megan had been pregnant seven times. No one knew about most of the pregnancies. I was just say pregnant seven times on a Mormon. That's not surprising. No, but, but but nobody really knew about most of her pregnancies. She'd get pregnant, then uh, then say that she miscarried. In reality, she'd give birth to the babies in secret and then kill them by strangulation or smothering them. The last of the babies that she had was stillborn, and yet she still hid the body. After an autopsy was performed on the babies with DNA matching, uh, a match was made and it just showed that Darren was indeed the father of all the kids. Okay. At first he was like, I'm not the, not, I'm not the daddy. And then apparently Maury Povich, Maury Povich told him otherwise. Yeah, said, and the test says, you are the father. She'd killed six of her babies within minutes of the babies taking their first breath. Wow. Now, how's this possible, you may ask? There are people out there who are really good at hiding the fact that they're pregnant. Oh, yeah, they wear bulky shirts and, mm-hmm. yeah. I've known women who, who really didn't even show throughout the, the time that they were prego. Right. This is one explanation, at least. The other is that maybe she uh, was adept at using baggy clothes, like, like you know, Tammy said. said, to cover her up that baby bump. Yeah. She was, after all, she was a great actress. I saw in interviews that the neighbors uh, and everyone around her really liked liked her a lot. Okay. Uh, she'd babysit the kids in the neighborhood, and she was really well regarded and trusted. Oh, yeah. They trusted her. Hey, you want to babysit the kids? Yeah, I'll babysit your brats, your little crotch goblins. On April 20th of 2015... That's the year, 2015. Okay. Megan was sentenced to life in prison after she pled guilty to killing six of her babies. The reason that she killed the newborn babies is mostly speculation right now. Because she's never said exactly why. 
Wow. I found nothing as of yet that says that, you know, Megan had an explanation of why. I just fucking said I jumped ahead of myself. (laughs) Some say that it's because she had to make the choice between supporting her kids or her drug habit, and she chose the drugs. Others Mm -hmm. speculate that's because of her depression. But no matter the reason, there are safeguards that are set up in some states that are called safe harbor. Yes. And how it works is like this. If you give birth to a baby and it's seven, it's 72 hours old or less, you can take that child to any hospital, give them to a nurse, and leave. No questions asked. True. Nothing. Or Walk even the leave out. them on the doorstep sometimes. Oh, okay. Yeah, fire station, hospital, or any medical facility as well. Yeah, and the fire station, police department, or, you know, something like that. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, because not to say I thought about it, but I've read about it. I Hypothetically speaking. It. I wanted my son. Oh. Well, there's other options that she could have done, though. She could have done birth control or even an abortion. Yeah. If or you're gonna kill option anyone, for crying out yeah, loud. Yeah, adopt him out, you know. She chose murder yeah. over all of those options. Totally. So my second one is Andrea. I'm going to fuck. Giesbrecht. Thank you. Giesbrecht. And this was back in 2016. This next monstrous mother is named Andrea Giesbeck. Okay. And she is in Winnipeg, Canada. Mm-hmm. Andrea lived a somewhat normal life with her husband and her two kids. What they didn't know was that she was hiding a deep, dark secret as well. After a while, she wasn't able to pay the monthly storage fees, so she abandoned the storage locker that she was renting in Winnipeg. Right. Much like every other storage company, they auctioned off her locker to the highest bidder. And the guy who bought the locker thought the belongings probably belonged to like a collector or something like that. Because they're really well, neatly stacked and well organized. Yeah, because I remember that. Yeah, it looked like, hey, somebody must be collecting. This isn't just garbage. Somebody's a collector of something. Yeah, because it was like almost done with pride. So when he won the bid for the storage locker, he went in to see what treasures that that it held. What he found wasn't treasures, but something straight out of a horror movie. The body of six babies were stored in the storage locker of death. They linked the locker to Andrea, and she was arrested and booked for the murder of the six babies uh, over an unknown amount of time. Yeah. She'd wrapped some of them up uh, and stuffed them in rubber storage bins, as well as one that they had found in a five-gallon bucket. The police also found things like a small pair of Scooby-Doo underwear, toys, and clothes as well. Most of the bodies had been wrapped in white kitchen garbage bags, and one was found encased in concrete. It had largely liquefied, but it left an impression of the baby. You didn't read about that one, huh? Well, because I, I, I didn't read deep. about it at oh. all. I just saw it on that documentary, remember? That's right. Another was found in, in an unknown white powder. And it, the baby had actually mummified. Was it lime? I don't know. It hmm. didn't say. It just said white powder. She had rented the storage locker under her maiden name so that she could keep her locker of horrors a secret. Yeah. That was all going on with her husband and even her best friend without them even knowing what was happening. Yeah. On the outside, she was living a normal life. You know, everything's fine. Two kids, husband, why, you know, if I can... Oh, yeah, totally. 
Medical examiners could not prove, however, that the infants had lived past the time that they were actually born. But if they wasn't that one where they took the breath, they knew that, or was that the last one where they determined that they took one breath? That was the last one. Oh, okay. That was Megan Hunter. Okay, I just, yeah. So Andrea was convicted of hiding the corpses, but she, uh, but she was only given eight and a half years in prison. This is the part that actually turned my stomach. Then after an appeal, that sentence was reduced to only three and a half years, and she was released. Why do we hate Canada? This is why. Well, not, well, and this is true because we have seen a lot of cases in Canada. Let's not mention the one who shall not be named. I know. But even oh. Olsen, them yeah. giving him the fucking ransom for to give him the, where the bodies were. Yeah. This one, it's like... Dude, seriously? Canada, look, I can't man. come to your country because I have a fucking felony, but you can fucking let your felons out of jail in two years? And, you know, we got a good... I like Canada. All I right. really No, do. I'm not saying that. I mean... And I like the Canadians because they're always super nice. However, some shit like this, that eight years when I was reading this, and then she got released after three and a half of them all. You know what? You yeah. need to gather her and Hermolka together. Right. Firing squad. Yeah. Or rabid dogs. Well, it, well, that's what gets me, though, is like, you know, like I said, I don't have anything against candidates. <coughs> I just don't understand their laws. Yeah. Sometimes the politics and the laws get a little wonky. Yeah. But that's, you know. All right. Yeah. I don't want to piss off a whole country. They're our second highest market. You ready for my coupe de gras? <sighs> Hang on. Give it to me. Hundreds of baby remains found under a Catholic church, because it's Catholics, in Tuam, Ireland. How many? Hundreds. Let's dig in. When I first... Oh, wait a minute. A nun did it. Seriously. Wait and see. Okay. <coughs> Where was it? T-U-A-M. I think it's Tuam. Okay. Ireland? Yeah. Okay. When I first started my research for this episode, I was mostly trying to find information about Megan Huntsman. As I dug deeper and deeper, more monsters came to the surface. What say you, good Catholics? Do you agree? It's easy when you sit on your throne and look down upon those who don't believe the same thing that you do. Christians and Catholics. Stop! You are guilty as well. Stop! No, I'm kidding. Go ahead. Oh, no, you just wait and see. He told me he was going to piss off a lot of people. And I am. You know, and look, I'm... Fuck. And I hate the fact that I have to actually give this little fucking side note because there's so many idiots out there. He's talking about me. Dude, I probably don't even know you in person. Only if you've committed crimes and molested children on the guise of your fucking religion. Yeah. Then I'm going to pretty well say that you're a piece of shit. Yeah. But, um, you know, I don't care what you believe in. You believe in whatever you want. But this was the Catholics that did this. And I make fun of Catholics all the time on all the shows that we do. So build a bridge and get over that and shit. every fucking phone call because I live outside. If he hears the church bells ringing when he calls me. I love that. Especially when they have their sausage fest. No, when he hears the church bells ringing, I need to tell people this. He goes, what is that? They're called for the children to come so they can molest them? I'm like, oh, my God, I hate you. <laughs> come play the golden skin flute of love. You'll get to heaven. That's the bell. <laughs> as we all know, it's a sin to have an abortion, according to the Christians, as well as the Catholic Church. Oh, definitely. Uh, Catholics don't believe in birth control at all. 
So let's get into the meat of this next story, shall we? I'm afraid. A mass grave located in Tuam was discovered by a historian by the name of Catherine Corliss. When? We'll get there. Oh, sorry. This is actually recently. I think it's uh, within the last five years. Wow, dude. Uh-huh. It was found in a structure that was supposed to be used for the processing of sewage and wastewater. You know, like a septic tank. The building itself was used as a home for unwed mothers between 1920, the 1920s and the 1960s. Corliss discovered the death certificates of 796 children, but only two of them had records that they were actually buried. Of course, the Archbishop of Tuam, this is the current one, Michael Neary, Neary, said that he was deeply shocked and horrified. What could the church have... How could the... Well, that should be how. Yeah, How could the church have known about the abuse of children in its institutions? I read that and I said to myself, what the hell? This is another example of people passing the buck, so to speak. How could the church know? It's your job to know. So tell me, is that how your God works? The nuns just throwing these dead babies into sewage? It makes me wonder how many were actually killed by the nuns while in their care. Yeah, or when they were being delivered or whatever. Yeah, Exactly. So in the Ryan Report in 2009... It documented the mental, physical, and sexual abuse of children in the church ran by nuns that were state. I'm uh, sorry that, that that were church run and state funded. Wow. As we've all seen in the past, the church has often just moved an abuser to a new church or institution where they could abuse more kids. And we've seen that. That's just not me fucking with you Catholics. Okay, we've no, seen that I've time seen and that time in again. School districts too. Yeah. Seriously. The Christian Brother, uh, I think it's an organization, they blocked the report for, from naming its members so not to shame them. Then there's the McAlsey. McAlsey. M-C-A-L-E-E-S-E. Yeah. Report that documented over 10,000 women who were in prison in church-run, state-funded, laundries to work without pay in order to pay for the crime of being an unwed mother. Wow. So tell me again how the church and the state had no idea about these dead babies. Anybody care? Anybody? Bueller? Bueller? That's the end of that one. I knew this one here would blow your mind. Hundreds of baby bodies. This isn't six in a storage bin. This isn't six in a garage. And what caught my attention the most is when that Archbishop of Tuam, um, Michael uh, Neary, is sitting there going, well, I'm shocked and horrified, deeply shocked. How? What? The Catholic Church doesn't have a long history of of atrocities? And hiding crimes. And hiding crimes? And you're shocked? Well, let's not get on to the Crusades. Oh, yeah. No. um, No. Sorry, I had to drink a cup thing of coffee because I just took a bite of the food. But <laughs> my whole thing is okay. 
I'm going to play devil's advocate for just a second. Oh, lay it on me, mama. No, just a second. Because they don't know when those babies died, right? Uh, sometime between the 20s and the 60s. Okay, so over like 100 years ago. Could be, yeah. It could be as much as 100 years ago because it's, you know, 2020. Right, between 100 and 100 or 60 years ago. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's, for the sake of argument, because only because I know for a fact, because my grandma gave birth to one of my aunts, the one who's like less than a year or a little over a year older than my mother. Okay. Because she was born February 2nd. My mom was born February 22nd the following year. Oh, gotcha. Okay. okay. They were literally baby boomers. Um, When she gave birth to that aunt, she had to go to a convent because that was where she was giving birth. Okay. And the nun literally looked at her and said, the doctor is not here yet. I don't know when he's coming. Cross your legs and wait. Oh, my God. That's awesome. But that was in 47. So my whole thing is these babies could have been stillborn or whatever or died sometime while they were in the hospital. Fair enough. And then they were just buried. That's They weren't my... buried. Only two of them were buried. Okay. Well, they were put under the church then. They were put in a sewage treatment facility like a septic tank. Okay. Then I can't. Yeah. Whatever. Ruined my whole thought. And I can't see over 700 babies. The number was 796 for total death certificate. Two were buried. So that's 794 babies being stillborn in between over 20s to the 60s. That's 40 years. How many? 40 years. No. 700 and it'd be 794. Oh, oh that makes. That's a lot of stillborn. Over 40 years in one. Yeah, that is a lot. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Whatever. Fuck you, Scott. <laughs> That's how I'm processing No, I it. was trying to be a devil's advocate, and you were trying to be a dick. No, I'm not. I'm just pointing out the Catholics. Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't think you're just pointing out Catholics so much. as I think you're pointing out... That a lot of people hide under the guise of religion or... You know, that piousness. They do. Oh, 100%. Yeah, because I don't just see it in Catholics. I see it in Mormons. I see it in fucking Baptists. Baptists are the worst, actually. You know what I mean? I I see it everywhere. No, it's true. I mean, we we can look at the the Ku Klux Klan. They hide under the guides of, you know, of Christianity. Right. And we know that. I'm pretty sure that no matter what God you believe in, I'm pretty sure they're not looking down and go, okay, you will be saved, but you know what? Nobody who has darker skin. Yeah. But considering that Jesus was from the Middle East, fairly sure he wasn't lily white. That's what I was going to say, too. I am pretty sure he was a nice caramel brown. Yeah, I'm 99.9% sure that he wasn't like me white. (laughs) Yeah, I'm about 100% sure, but whatever. (laughs) But yeah, not saying that's not possible. Just saying it has a really low probability. I agree with you on that one. <laughs> I just, I just don't even know what to say. Yeah. That one just, I fucking, I was floored. I was flabbergasted. What kind of makes me wonder is, 
how many more bodies are they going to find in different facilities that were state-run in Ireland, or anywhere in Europe, that were uh, church-run, state-funded? Right. How many more are they going to find? Yeah. So just the, just some food for thought. You no, know, my whole thing is all over the world. Oh, yeah. I mean, because uh, a lot of the molestations and, like, child... You know, against atrocities against children happen here in the U.S. too. You know, I think the greatest atrocity against kids here in the U.S. Oh God, is Barney the dinosaur and the fucking Teletubbies? (laughs) You know what? That look on your face told me you were going to be a sarcastic dick. I am serious, man. Teletubbies are fucking—they're scary as shit. They scare me to this day, dude. Barney, I will tell you what, when my son was born, I told my mom, I said, you will never, A, buy him anything that has to do with Barney, and I swear to God, because she knew, she knows how I feel about them, don't ever fucking buy him anything about, with the LA Lakers, right? (laughs) And you know what? She tried to buy him a Barney at a garage sale one time when I wasn't with her, and he cried, and I'm like, that's my boy. That's right, man. Kids got your back. That's right. But no, I fucking hate Barney. Yeah, no, me neither. And Teletubbies, they were just freaky as fuck. Unless you were fucking high. Yeah. And then they were funny. I swear to God, when I was married to uh, ex-wife number two, so my niece, Lexi, was maybe three years old-ish, and that's what she wanted. She wanted a Teletubby, and I wasn't quite keen on what the fuck they were. So we find one, I swear. Is this the niece you always talk about? Yeah. Okay, just want to make sure I was on the same page. This Teletubby was holding a pipe. That's what it looked like to me. I don't know what it was holding, but to me, it looked like it was holding a pipe ready to fucking spark up some shit. That's what it looked like. So she got a Teletubby. That reminds me of my cousin when he saw that picture of him and I together at the funeral. He goes, are you getting ready to jack off? Because my hand was, I was trying to point at my son and my (laughs) son caught it mid-raise. And I was like, no, dumbass. But, (laughs) you know. Well, that big penis of yours. My favorite cousin, by the way. I know. He knows. He knows he's my favorite. <laughs> but, um, yeah. I'm not just... here. You might be my favorite cousin, too. You know what? <laughs> you can't take my cousin, too. No, he sounds like a kick-ass guy. He is. He's awesome. And you guys would totally get along because he is, like, sick and demented just like you are. Sweet. Yeah. So, but no, I have I have nothing more to say. I mean, first of all, these two women just flabbergast me anyways. That's what gets me, yeah. because well, when I was watching that documentary, it said that basically, I mean, because I was under the impression that her... The one in Winnipeg, she was using it as a form of birth control for illegitimate children. So she was out fucking around? Yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't find that part of it. Okay. Well, and I could be wrong. I could have been thinking about somebody else, but well, right I could have gotten two different stories combined. But um, no, I was just like, when I heard that and how they were in the storage locker and this guy, you know, bought it at an auction and discovered it, I'm like, oh, fuck. That is going to be epic. <sighs> Because, you know, storage wars and shit, that storage auctions are very popular nowadays. I was going to start buying storage lockers, and now, not so much. Well, I have an ex-boyfriend who used to do that, and I couldn't even imagine finding that. No, yeah, that'd be a... Well, because you would find it, and they would be like, you did it. Then I get to go to prison. Yeah. (laughs) Fucking suspect. Yeah. All right, remember, you can send us an email at BrutalNation at TussieBlueLLC.com. Check out the website at www. 
www.twistedbluellc.com. Check us out on Medium. Crime Beat that's on Medium and wherever you get your blogs from. This show's copyrighted 2022. See, I got Good that job, Scott. By Twisted Blue LLC. All rights reserved. And we will see you guys tomorrow for a Fetish Friday. Bye-bye. Bye, everybody.